Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 78. We are reading today from the Gospel of John, chapters 1 and 2, and your hosts are Dave Moore and Andy Young. This is the Daily Reader for day 78, the Gospel of John, chapters 1 and 2. You heard that, right? To prepare for Advent, we're going to jump now to the New Testament and read the Gospels of John and Mark. We'll return to Judges in a few weeks. We begin with John, chapters 1 and 2. In the beginning... As the first covenant began, so does the second, with creation and God's supremacy over it. Remember that this Bible is about God, and with these echoes, John tells us what he believes, that this Jesus, the Word, as John calls him, is God in the flesh, the one who created the world and who reigns over it. Don't forget to apply to the New Testament what you've already learned about reading the Old. Let the author tell the story he wants to tell, without looking immediately for theological categories or moral application. As we've already seen with Old Testament writers, John allows dialogue to reveal character and meaning. I am not the Christ, is the very first line of dialogue in this gospel, and it packs the same punch as let there be light did in Genesis. When Nathaniel can't believe his ears, John relays Jesus' reply, Oh, you will see greater things than these. Mary doesn't preach about Jesus' divinity, but just tells the wedding servants, do what he tells you. Listen also to how questions drive the plot. Who are you? The priests and Levites ask the Baptist. What are you seeking? Jesus asks the disciples who follow him. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathaniel mocks. Woman, what does this have to do with me? Jesus asks his mother at the wedding. And when he drives the money changers out of the temple, the Jews ask, What sign do you show us for doing these things? These questions are at the heart of the tensions in this book. The New Testament writers add one more element, echoes of the law, history, and prophets of the Old Testament. We've seen this technique a lot thus far, especially in showing how the Lord has fulfilled His promises. But in the New Testament, the authors exert greater urgency to build a bridge between what had been known of God and what will be shown in Jesus. Thus, John gets ahead of the question, For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The gauntlet is thrown, and with this gospel, John aims to let Jesus prove it. Our verse for this week, for one final time, is Hebrews 11.30. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. John chapters 1 and 2. Now let's read it. John Chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. And this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? And John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one who do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, across from the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. 
Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under a fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. John chapter 2 On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting there, and making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. He poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeon, Take these away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, it has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body, and therefore he was raised from the dead. His disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.